Hey guys, I'm Rhea Fry, best-selling author, business owner, wife, mother, but most of all, I'm a human. And I'm Joe Tower, entrepreneur, producer, editor, husband, son, and I am also a human. As writers, we're always digging behind the story of publishing, ego, process, to get to the deeper truth of who we are and why we're here. While we're still pursuing that mission of the Right Way podcast, we wanted a platform where we could talk about being writers as well as being human. Now we'll be spending each episode talking with real people about real shit. This is The Real Story. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Real Story Podcast. I hope everyone had a fantastic, relaxing, rejuvenating holiday. Um, We had a wonderful holiday where we did not travel um, and we're just home with my parents and my brother and lots of fires. It was actually cold for once. It's always about 60 degrees on Christmas, and it was absolutely freezing this time around. So it was really lovely and rejuvenating to take time away from work and just really spend quality time with loved ones. So today, very end of the year, it's hard to believe, You know, Right Way has had a lot of changes this year, um, both with Joe dealing with Anna and her cancer journey and really thinking through how I want to come into the new year with my business. And there are tons of changes afoot where I am mostly stepping away from client work and instead offering, I'm so excited, my book proposal methodology, which sells for $15,000 for a three-month engagement with clients, and I have packaged it packaged it into a simple seven-step digital process that I am selling for $888. This is a um, process. It's not really a course. It's kind of a framework methodology that you can do on your own in as little or as much time as you want. You are getting all of the tools and goods and little insights that I worked with my clients one-on-one, but you are driving the ship and you are the one who is really doing the work, which I think is so important. If you want to write a nonfiction book, going through the nonfiction book proposal methodology is one of the most important tools that you can do to really take you through there. I am so excited because we are, you know, we'll still offer services with editing and ghostwriting, but I am hoping that by offering this seven-step process that it becomes so accessible and you have that methodology. So whether you want to write one book, five books, 10 books, you can absolutely do that. So if you want to save, quote unquote, save your spot for the January 20th launch of this seven-step process, please go to rightwayco.com, W-R-I-T-E-W-A-Y-C-O.com so you can lock in at that $888 price. The normal price is $999 and see what all goodies and tools and takeaways you get with this seven-step nonfiction book proposal methodology. I'm so excited. So that being said, today I really want to talk about something that is a wonderful moneymaker with 
writing or if you're wanting to get into writing and making money as a writer, a lot of people have questions around ghostwriting. What does it mean to be a ghostwriter? How much money can you make as a ghostwriter? What is the process really like as a ghostwriter? Uh, I have ghostwritten numerous books from true, like all out, I I absolutely write everything to more of a co-writing, co-collaborative experience. And ghostwriting, you know, it can really run the gamut with how involved you are, how much you're writing. But I got my start gosh, in my 20s, years and years and years ago, when I had kind of been working with a literary agency who would farm me people who needed help with editing or writing. Um, I did the same thing with Ulysses Press, which is a publisher. They would, um, you know, hire me these work for hire gigs where I would write books or parts of books. And (laughs) I got an inquiry from this literary agency to write a book for this woman, she was in her 70s, about Swiss chocolate. And I was like, sign me up. I had just gone through a divorce. I think I was, what, 26, 27. Um, I moved away from Nashville, moved back to Chicago, and moved in with two roommates. So I moved from my glorious house, my two cats. I left them. I left pretty much everything. Packed everything into a car moved to the West Loop of Chicago before it got super, super popular and had been there, I think, a few weeks. And I got the offered this gig. And I was like, sure, except they wanted to fly me to Switzerland to meet this stranger and write a book about Swiss chocolate. And I just, I said, yes. I had a lot of crippling anxiety around travel, um, Flying in general, I was in um, on a terrible flight one year and had to get in crash position. And ever since then, I've had a lot of issues around control <laughs> and flying and not wanting, you know, to crash. So it really took a lot for me to say yes. But I remember, you know, I didn't have a lot of experience. I didn't have any experience really with ghostwriting, fully ghostwriting a book from start to finish. But I said yes. I got on that plane. I went to Switzerland over two weeks had the absolute time of my life, but really learned a lot of do's and don'ts of that experience. I did not come to the table with a very organized outline of how we were gonna do this. She also came to the table with like hundreds of pages of notes and ideas. And so I kind of just, you know, did what I could and, and was just really up and down with that entire process. But since then, I have been hired um, time and time again to help with books. And every every single book looks a little bit different. But this past year, I had two books that I was hired for to ghostwrite. And they were two wildly different experiences. And I, I wanted to talk about that from how much you can get paid to the process that I found the most helpful. So one of the books... I got paid $85,000 for, which sounds amazing, and I'm not saying that it's not, but this came riddled, riddled with issues and complications from, we found out the people who were funding it, who is not the author, were absolute crooks and criminals. So it was it was just a disaster from the start. And the way we approached this book was all through interviews. The author was local. But she was not a writer and is not a writer. So we spent, 
gosh, probably at least 30 to 40 hours of interviews, transcribing things. But what we started with was the nonfiction book proposal. And I cannot tell you how helpful going through the book proposal process is even if you're going to self-publish your book or or you want to write a nonfiction book, when you just sit down to write it, even if you have help with a co-writer, an editor, a ghostwriter, you often are not seeing the big picture and you haven't really thought through the structure, put the puzzle pieces in the right place. And that's what I love about the nonfiction book proposal. So we had a chapter outline that we then used to flesh out the actual book itself it went through many iterations, many ups and downs, and we are still, so this is, gosh, this is probably going on 18 months, and we are still not done with the complete draft. So this was a very atypical way we went about this. There were lots of stalls and problems and issues. Um, so it's not my favorite way to to do ghostwriting or to be a ghostwriter in that She came to us, she did not have an agent, and she did not have a publisher. So for me, that puts a lot of pressure on being able to not only write a book that the author is happy with, but then having to find a way or an outlet to either pitch her and get her published or go through the whole self-publishing process. That's not my favorite way to do things. I think the best way to ghostwrite is when an agent, which is what happened with the second one, comes to me with an author who has already gotten a book deal and has a deadline and is just ready to go. So the second book that I ghostwrote, um, or I'm in the process (laughs) of ghostwriting, um, much lower on the payment. So this was a $40,000 payment. And the downside of when you have a publisher is it gets divided. You do not get all of that up front. And I won't see the last 10,000 of that for quite some time. And so that's, that's always my lowest. I usually am 40 to $60,000 for ghostwriting. This was only contracted for 40,000 words. And the process, this person does not live here. So again, it started with Um, making sure we had that chapter outline, a slew of interviews. And then here's where it gets tricky. So we thought we knew what we were doing. We had, you know, a deadline and the editor who I was in close contact with, and she wanted much more of a memoir type book versus a business type book. So we get this first draft done. We turn it in. The editor gets fired the day we turn the manuscript in. So everything goes up in flux. She gets a new editor, and this one doesn't want a memoir. He wants a business book. So me being an author and having, or the ghostwriter, and having already signed the contract, I have to rewrite this book and rework this book for free. So this is when contracts, I mean, the contracts are everything. Whether you're doing a contract yourself or you are being hired by a publisher, they're notoriously one-sided and you have to make sure you are protecting your time and like providing provisions in case something like this happens. So if I could go back and do it and I knew this was an issue, you know, I would have asked to get paid extra for having to completely rewrite and rework a book. Now, when you are 
a ghostwriter as well and you were doing it through a publisher, what a lot of people don't understand is you get that first draft done, you turn it in, the developmental editor takes it. This is the editor who is really doing like the big overall structural edits. They go away for a month or two, they come back, and then you usually have a month as the ghostwriter to address their queries and to make the changes. Sometimes this can result in a complete rewrite. Sometimes it's the bare minimum. But you as the ghostwriter are involved in that. And then it goes to the copy editor. And then you have to read it again and answer the questions. And then it goes to a proofreader. And then you have to read it again and answer the questions. And you are not getting paid for any of that time or those extras that you have to do. One thing I did negotiate, and it's always important if you are a new ghostwriter or an existing ghostwriter, is to ask for a raise or a bonus if said author hits the New York Times bestseller list, for instance, or they become a bestseller. There are ways to negotiate and ask, like, because for me, I didn't get the rate that I wanted, so I wanted that bonus in case she does hit the list. So there are all different things that you can kind of look into and negotiate. I would not say I am an expert in any regards. Um, One of the most prolific ghostwriters I know, one of the best, she's actually in town and she um, runs the Writer Fest Nashville conference that I love every year. Her name is Amy McConnell. She has been a ghostwriter for years. She knows her shit. She is so prolific, has worked on a ton of bestselling books. But what I tend to to lean toward and have always leaned toward both in my business and as a ghostwriter is really those first-time authors. One of these ghostwriting gigs I have is for a very well-known celebrity, but typically I love working with authors who don't have any work out there. That's I've made a whole business around that because I feel like a lot of times the celebrities are the only ones who are asking for ghostwriting, but sometimes you know, if you are a business person, if you are an executive, if you are a leader and you're not a writer, sometimes it is advantageous to hire someone. However, that being said, if you are someone who is self-publishing your book, I always think it is better and more beneficial to hire an editor or a co-writer versus hiring a ghostwriter. And the reason why is, again, ghostwriting, you're always going to pay $40,000, $60,000, $80,000. Sometimes you can find it cheaper. I think you do get what you pay for usually. So when you hire an editor, you could be looking at maybe $5,000, $7,500. If it's a co-writer, it could be $15,000, $17,000, $20,000. You need to look at what you really need and what support you want during the process. I do, I actually talk people out of hiring ghostwriters a lot and just encourage them to to hire a developmental editor or a co-writer because it is so much more cost effective. But that being said, you know, if you get two books a year as a ghostwriter, you could be making six figures. And that sometimes is hard to do for a writer. And what I love about that is, when you are a ghostwriter, no, you're not the one getting all the credit, but you also don't do have to do all of the shit that comes along with launching a book. You're not out there doing events. You don't have to worry about sales. You simply write, collect your check, and move on to the next project. So it can be a very 
very lucrative and advantageous profession if what you really love is the writing without all the marketing and sales. And that's why I still offer it as a service. I think it is, it can be a wonderful way to supplement your income and also get your feet wet as a writer. If you've thought about writing a book, you love writing, maybe slip into ghostwriting instead of you trying to put that book out there first to see if you do like the process, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. If you're wanting to break in to the business, I would definitely connect with some local ghostwriters, do a little digging. You know, chances are if you see a book written by a celebrity, nine times out of 10, it was absolutely ghostwritten. Usually the ghostwriter is thanked somewhere in the acknowledgements. Sometimes they're even, you know, on the cover or somewhere within the book. Um, And start doing your research. You know, I do think to ghostwrite, you have to like interviewing and you have to like people and you have to be extremely organized. You are the one running the ship and you need to come to the table with the process, the organization, and the deadlines. But it can be a wonderful way, like I said, to supplement income, to try your hand at writing, and just see see how you do. So how many ghostwriters are out there or how many people want to try ghostwriting? If you have any questions at all about it or are curious, please email me at Rhea at rightwayco.com. That's R-E-A at rightwayco.com. I would love to hear from you. All right, guys, by the time I talk to you next time, it will be a brand new year. We are going to have so many fun interviews, new content on this podcast. I can't believe it's been another full year of running the real story. And I just want to sincerely thank you if you have been a listener from the beginning, if you are brand new to our podcast, let me know what types of content you want to see. I know sometimes we really dive into the writing and then we also have really gotten into real life, but your ideas are welcome. Your stories are welcome. You yourself as a listener, you're welcome if you want to come uh, be interviewed on this podcast. We are so excited what's to come in 2023. I wish all of you a happy, happy, happy new year. Thanks for listening to Right Way Presents The Real Story. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and comment. And for more information on The Real Story and Right Way, visit rightwayco.com.